Welcome to 15 to Life, the podcast that talks about life after life in prison. Come with us on a journey and explore stories from within the prison walls to outside the prison walls. All of these podcasts are dedicated to the victims of crime. Hey everyone, checking in with y'all and just wanted to talk about a subject today about why everyone needs to go to prison. So this is going to be a multi-part conversation and hopefully we get to something that kind of clicks with each and every one of you and hopefully you do not have to go to prison to reap those benefits. So first off, um, have you ever had a situation, whether it's driving down the road Maybe you're at the grocery store. Maybe you're at work. Hey, maybe it's even something happens in your household where you just, for the life of you, can't understand why someone wasn't more courteous or why someone didn't move out of the way when they saw you coming or maybe they cut you off on the freeway. Could be all kinds of things, right? But you sit there and you kind of go, you know, what? What, what's wrong with this person or these people, right? Why, you know, they see this old lady trying to cross the street, they won't slow down and stop and let them, let her go by, right? I used to have this thing where I, I, I used to say, you know, I wish there was this reality police that would just roll up on people and let them know when they were doing something they shouldn't do. Um, and then the more I thought about it, I thought of, one, I like to think of myself as a uh, courteous person person and a caring person you know and and also someone who uh does things the right way for the most part Um, nobody's perfect of course but it wasn't until i got dropped into that jail and prison environment that um these kind of traits which you probably would never associate with an inmate or an ex-felon um but become mandatory they're not optional right you know, uh, I, I use an example um, of being at Costco. I, I love Costco, by the way. So being at Costco and when people are handing out the free samples and when people will rudely, seeing that you're standing there, obviously you're waiting on a sample, and they'll come around the other side or they might even walk right past you and grab one right in front of you, right? And you're probably sitting there going, if it wasn't for laws, rules, and regulations, you know, I'd probably do something pretty heinous to this individual, but you can't, you know, you don't want to go to jail or anything. Yet, if all the people involved in that situation had been to jail, had been in prison, they would not do that. Now, you might say, no, that's not what I see on TV. You know, they're crazy and there they go. They just fight each other, stab each other, and all this other craziness, right? Which... The stuff you see on TV, I will say, pretty much, I don't think I've ever seen something on TV that doesn't happen except for the crazy prison breaks. Um, In my time inside, I did not see that. I saw attempts, uh, not very good ones, but I saw them. But the whole thing is, is you have to respect other people. And there's a much larger and more broader conversation, which I'll probably break into some other talks because I'm sure people want to know. But for the most part, what it is, is you have to respect those around you. And the unwritten rule is you pretty much have this like three foot bubble around you and you walk around and you, you don't get within three feet. That way you don't have to worry about bumping into people. You don't have to worry about stepping on someone's shoes 
or or you know accidentally walking into someone whether it's from behind from the side or whatever right you will go out of your way not to physically touch anyone else unless it's someone you know and even then there's rules around that so another part of this is for example being in line for something in prison if you're in line to get something whatever it may be whether it's your food at the chow hall or you're in line at the canteen to purchase some items or maybe you're even waiting to get into work or into school or something of that matter no one's going to cut in front of you why because that is quote unquote prison terms here disrespecting that individual right you're you're doing something against someone which once again much bigger broader conversation probably later but then you're putting yourself in harm's way because that individual now has the right to check you on that which could be just hey man i'm in line and then you get back in line or they might take it real personal because the girl just broke up with them or something and next thing you know you're getting in a fight or worse off getting stabbed or they plan something out later a lot more serious to make a point out of you probably using a point of something else so needless to say prison instills in you this this be mindful be courteous be respectful of any and everyone else doesn't matter whether you agree with their beliefs whether they be religious their their background their ethnicity doesn't matter you could be the most racist person around and in prison you're going to respect other people you might talk crazy about them and in your mind you might disrespect them but you're not going to go around and just do things because things will happen in response to that so that's one of my big first things on why people should go to prison and when i say that i mean more they should get the mindset because it makes it so much better for everyone in terms of the people you don't know when you're walking down the street if three people are walking and they could be friends and they're not thinking anything of it but they're walking down they're taking up the whole sidewalk and you look and you look and as you get closer they're not making a move to get out of the way to make room for you once again this will never happen in prison if it does it's because they want something to happen but out here people do it and then you might bump into someone and they're like hey what happened and then they they want to get all machismo on you because there's three of them and there's one of you so now they can pick on you because you're the weak one that kind of stuff just doesn't happen you know and once again when and if it does in prison it's usually because there's a bigger picture that you're not seeing and shame on you for not being aware so that's my first big thing on going to prison because when i got out of prison I could not believe how unaware people were of their surroundings and more importantly how rude and disrespectful people are to one another whether it's talking on the phone and sorry I'm gonna have to bring this up I know this is like my initial run at trying this podcasting and conversation thing but what is the problem with people having everything on speakerphone whether it's talking to someone or watching a video in a public place Nobody else wants to hear that. Nobody cares what your girl, your man, or your bestie did or is doing right now. And they don't need a play-by-play of what's going on in your life. It's really not that serious. And if you're watching some crazy cat video 
or some other crazy thing, nobody cares and nobody wants to hear. But people just think it's okay to do it. And I've caught myself more than a few times out loud calling people out on this. And then I think about it, I'm putting myself in a situation because what if this individual wants to quote unquote man up and start something? And sadly to say, even with my background, I'm kind of ready for it and like hoping so I can man up myself and be like, hey, here's some reality for you, buddy. You know, I'm at Starbucks. I, I don't want to hear their music, and I surely don't want to hear yours. But anyway, moving on. So, once again, in prison, that doesn't happen. Everyone, I mean, you have a TV in your cell, depending on where you're at or in your dorm. You don't sit there and listen to it out loud. You have to use headphones. Otherwise, someone's going to come and bust you up or your TV. Either which way, it's not a good look, right? So, that's my first off, you know, why people need that prison element in their life just because we've gone to a point where things are just just crazy with i mean don't get me wrong society and people as a whole there's more and more people walking around the streets and driving around and it just causes a ton more frustration not to mention all the distractions we have which yes i had cell phones in prison one of the first people caught in california with a cell phone but It's not like you're walking around in prison with a cell phone or iPad or something. So you don't have those distractions. But if you did, you'd have to be even more careful. You know what I mean? But out here, people act like, duh, look, I was texting. You couldn't, like, move out of my way? That's that's just ridiculous, right? But then the laws protect them because you're not going to go up and do what would happen to them in prison, like stab them, fight them, or anything else. Although, we've seen that happen out here, haven't we? So... That's kind of part one. Part two is what if I told you I could help you achieve your goals? Now think about that for a minute. Help you achieve your goals in the sense that if you wanted to get back into exercising, you know, health, maybe you're overweight, maybe you just found out you're borderline diabetic, you want to start eating better, so you're going to exercise too to help out. Maybe it's you wanted to learn a new skill. Um, maybe it's you just want to start reading again or writing, right? Um, maybe it's uh, you, you want to really focus on meditating and becoming one with yourself. It could be a ton of goals, right? What if I told you I could help you? And mind you, what is the number one reason? And I don't have statistics. As I get better at this, I will have this stuff ready. But... What what if you think about that? Like, what's the number one reason why people don't get their goals done, get things done, right? Usually, and I'm going to use this, you know, it's a time management issue, right? People say, well, I don't have the time, you know. If I had more time, if, 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 and, and the old saying, if, if was a fifth of alcohol, we'd all be drunk, right? We don't want to be drunk. We want to get our goals done, right? So, Let's take away the ifs. One, you'll hear this a million times. I'm a halfway motivational speaker myself, but everyone has the same amount of time in the day. So for as many successful people as there are, we could all be successful. We just make different choices or we don't make sacrifices, right? But what if I told you I could help you do that? I could help you get rid of the distractions. I could help you make the sacrifices. Not, And it's not going to be easy, right? 
You know, if you want to lose weight, you got to eat better, you got to exercise. Neither one is easy, but it is easy in the sense that it's a decision. So, once again, let's circle back. You need to go to prison. Prison takes away all that distraction. Now, don't get me wrong. It filters back in a ton of other very negative distractions where you're fearing for your safety and everything else. But it's not like that all the time. And when you get into a rhythm in prison, you can find yourself with such laser focus because the people around you respect you for being a certain type of way. Mind you, I'm going to tell you a quick piece of my story. I did 12 years total incarcerated. Roughly two years in the county jail, which is horrible. I mean, it's all horrible. And then 10 years in prison. And the 10 years in prison, it took five years of that 10 for me to get my act together. And then I started getting some focus. And once I got focused and I was... I put it out there what I'm all about. Hey, um, I'm trying to better myself. Hey, I'm trying to learn something. Hey, I'm trying to do this. Hey, I'm not with the BS. This is who I am. It was so easy for me to dedicate myself to the things that were going to help me improve myself for when I got out. Which was every self-help group I could sign up for. I don't care what religion put it out. I don't care what it was about. I just wanted to go. I just wanted to go. And people go, oh... So you're a Christian. Oh, you're a Buddhist. You're this. And I'm like, I'm Tito, and I want to be better. And I was accepted by everyone, which was great. doesn't always happen like that for everyone, but it worked out for me. And I started doing some college courses. I started working out. Unfortunately, right now, I'm nowhere near where I was when I got out. But I lost almost 50 pounds in the course of just about a year well, 40 pounds and then the last 10 pounds right before I got out. But, I mean, I came out in that prison shape, right? But it's focus, right? And I know you're going, yeah, but, man, I don't want to go to prison to lose weight. I don't want to go to prison to do self-help. Well, you don't have to. The point I'm trying to make with prison is something you'll hear all the time from other people, which is a couple things. But the main thing is it's all about comfort zones, Prison automatically pulls you out of anything that you thought was comfortable and puts you in a world where you're second-guessing every move you do and you're trying to figure things out and I don't care how prison you are, you land somewhere where you don't know anyone, you're back to square one. You might know the game and what to do in the politics, but if you don't know people, then you're all by yourself until you get to know people. So for me, when I say everyone needs to go to prison, is to pull you out of your comfort zone and to kind of put you in that third, fourth, and fifth person seat to see all these different things that you may or may not be doing that affect other people. That's one. Two is it can really give you focus on the things you want once you're ready. Because I don't care. I could tie you up and put you in a box and make you listen to audiobooks of all the things you want to learn about. But until you listen to them, they're, they're just static noise in the background. And that's 100% true. I can't, I can't push that enough. What prison did for me when I got out, I was so on track mentally for the first five years after my release. I was able to get two degrees, you know, buy a house, all kinds of things. 
because I had this laser focus. I wanted to go to school, and no matter how much people wanted to take me out, and I use this story a lot. I was in Las Vegas, what, three, three, four months? No, three months after I got out. Three months after doing 12 years, I'm in Sin City, right? I'm with one of my buddies. He's going out and partying. You know what I was doing? I was sitting up in a hotel room at, I believe we were at the Hilton. I'm sitting up in a hotel room writing a paper for school. And I told him and his girlfriend, now his wife, I told him, I said, hey, um, I'll text you guys when I'm done. And they're like, are you serious? You're going to do homework? We're in Vegas. And I was like, yeah, because I need this degree. It's going to help me. And I did my paper. I did all the fact checks and everything, submitted it, felt good. And then I text him and I caught up with him. But that's the kind of focus I had. You know, I do my work. I do my schoolwork. I do some other stuff around trying to relax and everything. But funny how I had plenty of time. Although everyone else around me was talking about how they didn't have time. Now, I'm kind of falling back in that rut. You know, I'm a little bit older. I've been out over 10 years now. And, and I'm trying to get it back together. And part of that is I need to talk about it. I'm an extrovert by, by, by design. I, I need to talk to people and bounce ideas off of people. So I figure what better than to put my words out there into the universe and see who has comments and who wants to hear some other stuff because I got plenty of stories, but I also got plenty to tell you that, that may be able to help you get on track. And if I can do that, I feel so much better. Um, I truly believe one of my main purposes in life is is to help others see their potential and potentially their purpose at that um so those are two big reasons why i think people should go uh to prison um i know it's probably not what you thought when you heard the topic but that's what it is it's all about things that we try to say that we can't do or we don't understand in this beautiful free world we live in when the reality is is if someone took that away from you then things start to become clearer. So my advice to each and every one of you, and I want I want you guys to know, I, I may not know you personally. I may never meet you. But I do care about you. I care about every person on this planet. And um, I think we can all do better in so many ways, which will probably be 20 other podcasts after this. But I think as a whole the human race is an awesome race and i i only hope that it doesn't take aliens coming down and attacking us for us to get together as as a group but we have so much potential you guys just so much i mean the odds of being born are some ridiculous like four trillion to one i mean you have a better chance of winning the lottery than being born so best believe you're here for something um Find that passion, find that purpose, chase it, embrace it. Make sure that the world knows why you're here and, and, and what your contribution is meant to be. And uh, before you make that next move and that next choice, what would you do if you were on that yard, prison yard? Uh, and please um, feel free to reach out and um, I will get back at you and answer any questions and comments. This has been Tito Guerrero with a quick chat on why you should go to prison. Hope you enjoyed.